sad that all your Jeep events have been canceled? Well, how about a virtual Jeep invasion? Standing room only and our campfire side chat, but great conversations nonetheless. Follow us on Facebook to find out how you can join in. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show. With G-Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Hey, the JTS team is here to inform and entertain you about Jeeps. If you're new to the Jeep world or just thinking about jumping in and getting your feet dirty, you're in the right place. Whether you're interested in having a unique off-road vehicle ready to hit the trails or that daily driver that is also a weekend warrior, this show is for you. Find out more information about the show at jeeptalkshow.com. Hey, I'm Josh, and uh, my Jeep is likely pretty jealous after watching me work on my neglected crotch rocket all week long. (laughs) I can't believe you still got that. And howdy, it's Wendy. Does using your winch on your Jeep to move a very heavy shed count as a recovery? Asking Ooh, for a friend. I think it does. Only if you use a snatch block, and then yeah. Oh, it was good. <laughs> it's a good story, yeah. I'm Tony, and my wife thinks this quarantine is making me paranoid, but damn it, I know I saw a speed trap between the kitchen and the stairwell. <laughs> uh, you were clearly 35 in a posted 25-mile-hour hall. I think it was a... confiscate this vehicle. Yeah, and I think it was a DUI too, wasn't it? Sir, there is. This is a no skipping zone. Local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's this week in Jeep. Well, hope for Jeep events this summer is rising, and it's going to be going on for months. It has been going on for months. Events, gatherings, show and shines, expos, and even simple club runs are being canceled because of coronavirus concerns. Most of you pretty much know where I stand a lot on this nonsense, so I want to save you the five-minute rant and we'll move on. <laughs> this week, though, we're finally getting word that the nation is coming to its senses, albeit very slowly, and that it seems that events we've, that we've given up on, or given hope, given up hope on, were actually being handled behind closed doors, making efforts to reschedule instead of canceling altogether. One such event is the fifth annual Florida Jeep Jam. Word came out this week that the event will be happening after all and has been moved to Father's Day weekend. With many events all over the country, and especially in our area, having already been canceled, we didn't want that to happen to us too, stated Mark Hess, executive director of Florida Jeep Jam. He looks forward to hosting the event, formerly called the Jeep Beach Jam, on June 17th through the 20th at Frank Brown Park. Mark said this event is for all of our Jeep enthusiasts, vendors, and especially our local charities that will need our support more than ever this year. With the top priority placed on the health and well-being of everyone involved, concerns regarding the COVID-19 pandemic-influenced event organizers rescheduled the annual event. Anticipating the largest number of attendees to date, the extra weeks to prepare will help the event planners and community prepare. Over 3,500 Jeepers have already pre-registered from 10 states, and they are expecting somewhere between 7,500 and 9,500 Jeepers to attend this event. Holy and honestly, cow. I think I think that's probably going to be conservative because everybody is going bat-ass crazy and has got a little bit of cabin fever, I think, ready to yes. get out. So, yep. uh, yeah, I think that 9,500 is going to turn to 12K very quickly. Wow, what uh, so a I huge hope, event. So I hope they're, they're prepared. Yeah, this is going to be a big one. And um, they've got a ton of stuff planned, too. I mean, everything from 
um, you know, obviously vendors and food and stuff like that. They're going to be uh, expanding their uh, obstacle course that they bring every year. Um, I forgot the, the the actual numbers on it, but I mean, they're bringing in like 80 metric tons of rock and boulders to to construct oh. part of the obstacle course. Uh, multiple semi truck loads of of telephone poles and logs, you know, that type of thing oh, to to create. Yeah. Uh, you know, borders and boundaries and log climbs and stuff like that. So, I mean, they are really going all out because I know I'm pretty sure that they they are, they they know that the people really need something above and beyond, and and so likely going to be one of the first, if not maybe possibly one of the only events happening around until things really you know uh, get lifted and, and back to normal. Uh, this so far is you know very much official and going to happen on the dates that uh, that they've listed. So. Uh, yeah, uh, plan on, on, on attending that event if you guys are in the area. But where was this at again, Josh? What area? This is going to be in, uh, it's going to be in Florida. It's at the Frank Brown Park over in, uh, Panama, Panama Beach area in, in Florida. So, um, in, in that neck of the woods. So I wonder if uh, this is uh, predi- this whole thing's predicated, uh, about, you know, the, the number of Jeeps and people showing up is all predicated on the 59 cents a gallon gas that we're currently, uh, that we currently have. <laughs> 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 Tell me that's not true. I, I, you're really that low, but uh, no, they are. I mean, I heard a report something about you know uh, per per barrel prices are in the negative right now. Yeah, it went down uh, to and so I'm, I'm trying to figure out who can pay me to have some oil because uh, I'll take you know a few <laughs> barrels of gas right now. I, I don't know about you guys, well, but uh, well, that's pretty funny. But if you think about it, if if uh, oil is less than a dollar, even if it was a dollar, um, if it comes with the 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 barrel. You could just dump the oil and sell the barrels and make a tidy profit because those fifty-five gallon bar- barrels aren't cheap. Like a barbecue, I don't want. I don't know what you're talking. About. Oh no, you got to sell them. But, <laughs> but you could, but you could buy a real nice barbecue. No, you actually need something. I think you need something thicker. I, uh, I think that metal in the fifty-five gallon drums uh, kind of rusts out uh, pretty quick. No experience with that. No, I, well, I do know is uh, they make great burn barrels. Uh, you know, that's that's. Oh yeah, if you got a body, you got to get rid of. Sure. Oh, sure. There's that. <laughs> And then there's that. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> you th- no, never mind. I'm not going to. I may go too far. <laughs> well, speaking of going too far, if you've listened to the show for a while, then you've undoubtedly heard about a little show that a couple of us used to do a number of years ago called the Tony Shaw Show. And one of the things that you could count on from that, like the rising of the sun from that show, was a story of the weird, odd, and unbelievable, if not utterly twisted or cringeworthy, it would come out of the state of Florida on a nearly weekly basis. I'm not joking either. <laughs> wow. We've had a, ta- we've even had a taste of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've even had a taste of it here on the show in, in some of our dumb criminal stories that have come out of Florida. And even though a lot of time has gone by since the days of the Tony and Josh show, Florida still doesn't disappoint <laughs> this week Florida? <laughs> i don't i don't know it's something about the where they are in relation to the sun and the moon and it's just something about that state <laughs> that but this week a famous high-end vehicle listing and brokerage company by the name of dupont registry some of you guys might uh, ring a bell with that one listed a six-figure jeep now jeeps in excess of a hundred thousand dollars aren't necessarily new to this show as we occasionally bring news of one kind or another of how the Jeepers who can call themselves part of the 1% spend their money modifying the rigs we know and love. Sometimes it's a ridiculous display of poor money management, and sometimes it's insanely impressive. This specific Jeep that I'm talking about from a South Florida company falls somewhere in between those two. Now, down in South Florida, a company creating some of the most wicked Jeeps the planet has ever seen 
This company is called SoFlow Jeeps, and their creation are called the E6x6. Now, these Jeeps are built for heavy, heavy off-road situations, as well as daily driving. They are not, however, just for show. These things are the real deal. The E6x6 Jeeps were created after the countless hours of engineering were poured into the drivetrain and suspension systems to make these things what they are. The result is a vehicle that is literally ready for whatever the trail takes it. And no, the E most certainly does not stand for eco or electrified. For power, the E6x6 rely, relies on a modified 3-liter turbo diesel that produces a mean 600 foot-pounds of torque. Combine that power with a 5-inch suspension lift and 6 massive off-road ready tires, and you have the recipe for easy going on pretty much any trail. If these Jeeps do happen to find someone else in trouble, well, don't worry. They do come packing a built-in 9,500-pound winch to help pull them out of a sticky situation. On the DuPontRegistry.com website, there are currently two incredible examples of the E6x6 for sale. We'll, of course, have a link to the listing so you guys can see these things for yourself, as well as to the company making these things. To each one, they each come with all of the aforementioned features, as well as a custom leather interior, custom-made tops, custom 3,000-watt audio system, and a whole lot more that may just justify the price tag of a cool $150,000. Yeah, I need a... I need a huh. A 3,000-watt uh, audio system to listen to a podcast. You know, I, I'm not exactly <laughs> sure that I like the look of this, you know? Oh, I just, I don't this know. Certainly this is not for point. everybody. What is the point I, of a six-by on a trail, on a Jeep trail? Well, can you imagine? They're, they're, <laughs> no. They're, no. <laughs> this is not a rig that you could take up into the woods. Um, I mean, yeah, I suppose you could and just be Don't knocking be the trees down. That. Yes, there'll be but, somebody uh, doing but it. Man, you know I don't. That. I don't think that. Well, yeah, maybe, but you know, I don't know if somebody's going to take 150 grand up into the uh, under the trails where the trees are a little tight. You you couldn't maneuver this <laughs> thing like that, anyways, unless it comes with rear steering. Now, I haven't well, looked up the entire spec sheet on this thing because honestly, it was quite lengthy, and I'm extremely tired this week, and I didn't really want to bother with that much research. So. Uh, if you want to dig into this and find out whether or not this thing is actually worth it or not, uh, by all means, we'll supply let the me, links and everything for you guys. Go check it out. Yeah, let me cut to the it chase. Out, it's not. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this thing has that goofy-ass grill that looks like the front of a train. Uh, this thing needs a cow catcher. Oh, it does, yeah. <laughs> this thing needs a cow catcher on front and a smokestack with a, a coal uh, bucket in the back. What are you talking about, man? Look at that approach <laughs> angle. That is something else. Now, the, now kinda, the brake for yeah. angle, maybe not you, so what much. What do you need an approach but, uh, angle for a train? I mean, this is, thing is literally yeah. <laughs> the size of a train. <laughs> in fact, you need the uh, train whistle in it. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, that would be. That actually yeah. would be very cool. Start blowing the horn before every intersection. Well, just, oh, just yeah. roll the windows just down blow. and play a tape on the uh, for the 3,000-watt uh, audio system. That'll, that'll uh, handle anything a train what whistle will do. What is it, Flight of the Valkyries? Or you oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Now, good story though. It's an interesting looking Jeep, but I don't understand these six buys. They're 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 nothing more than land yachts. Just, just buy a full size truck. It, it makes a good yeah, tow rig, really. you know. I well, there you go. Now that would Maybe. be something. Now you definitely use this for a tow rig. Oh, and, I don't think it has uh, enough horsepower uh, with the engine <laughs> that's in it. What, what, did, it did they replace the engine? I, I missed that. If that was uh, it, is a, a modified three liter uh, eco diesel. <laughs> so, um, oh, well, it's a but diesel. It's got, I mean, Maybe it does. Six, Six six hundred foot pounds of torque. I mean, that's that's enough to tow something. Oh, and what's the deal with the ninety five hundred pound winch? This thing is easily twelve thousand, but no, easily twelve thousand pounds. Twelve thousand pound winch minimum. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it's the a starter jeep. Pounds. It's a starter <laughs> jeep. 
Oh, I'm they sorry. Like upgrades. upgrades. Yeah, yeah, upgrades. Upgrade. 150 is the is the entry price. It's the entry <laughs> the amount. Base, Come base on. Model. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Too much fun with this one. <laughs> well, we want to hear what you guys have to say about this thing, too. Let us hear what your response is to this or any one of our stories. Let us know what you have to say about anything on the show. Just head over, over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and find out how. Hey, coming up a little bit later in the show, we've got an interview with Justin Rand. He's the creator of the Jeeper app. You don't want to miss this. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. All right, now we're going to do a top five things that are great about having a Jeep and being quarantined. Number five, tire rotation doesn't require a jack anymore. Just move the Jeep a few inches to get it off the flat spots. Yeah, but Tony, you know, according to Gretchen, starting your Jeep is killing the environment, so you're still a murderer. Um, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Number four, now sleeping in my Jeep is like a vacation away from home. Only well, if you you're by s- yourself. Well, that's true, I suppose. And please, spray some Febreze when you exit the vehicle this time. <laughs> Number three, replacing parts on my Jeep is voluntary. Yeah, but I thought elective surgeries are still on hold in most states. Uh, what, what you do in the privacy of your own garage is your business. Mm-hmm. Number two, my Jeep fuel budget is less than that of a Prius. <laughs> they might hear you. Quiet. <laughs> and the number one thing that's great about having a Jeep and being quarantined is I haven't broken anything on my Jeep in over a month. So you haven't tried scaling the garage wall or doing a tire stack with the garbage cans yet, huh? Okay, that's just me then. (laughs) Oh, those are great. Hey, coming up in Tech Talk, Moo. (laughs) Moo. Aerodynamic. I'm still thinking about the cow catcher on that damn Wait, are the cows out already? We need the cow catcher. In Tech Talk, more door removal tips for Wrangler owners. Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? I love the show. I've been listening to you guys for free for, I don't know, years now. And I figured I'd time to give back. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. It'll just uh, help help the show out. And, and then in the end, it'll be Jeep Talk Show in my ear holes, you know? Just go to jeeptalkshow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. It'd be nice to give back to uh, so that you guys can continue on. Because if they love the show, then why shouldn't you, why shouldn't you give back just a little? You know, I know it's a tough time right now. There's uh, lots of people out of work and, uh, you know, how how dare we even ask for anybody to to be a paid subscriber to the show. But I got to ask you this. If you've been listening for a while and you get some information or entertainment from the show, think about it. It's uh, like, what, 25 bucks for a year. Um, So it's not much. It's cheap entertainment and it would really help us uh, do things here in the future. And yes, there is going to be a future people. <laughs> this this craziness oh. is going to subside and Thank everything is going to go back to normal. Yeah. Thank you for that future. You got tech questions? Oh, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good. I think, I, it's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Yahoo! You know, last week in Tech Talk, we covered a solution that will help making taking your doors off a, a lot easier for as long as you own your Jeep. We went over a couple of ways people have found success in removing stubborn Wrangler doors, and then we shared a trick of what to do afterwards, and that was to buy and install a set of those Delrin door hinge bushings. The ones out are out, and, and these new ones go in their place, giving the door hinge pins something more smooth to rotate against other than rough and potentially oxidized metal. However, it's not as plug-and-play for some people as I may have alluded. 
Now, if you aren't one of the tens of thousands of people who use the Jeep Talk Show app each and every week, you may have missed the after show. There, one of our listeners posed a problem after doing this exact same modification. Every year, he had just as hard of a time removing the doors as he did before the Delrin bushing mod. And what we found after a little Q&A and some back and forth is, was that he was likely using the wrong kind of lubricant. You see, there's uh -oh. a special relationship that Steel has. Well, you got to watch out there. There's a special relationship that Steel has with Delrin, and, and, and plain petroleum-based lubricants aren't going to work as well as they might in other applications. They will get absorbed to a certain degree by the microporous composition of the Delrin or simply work its way out over time and miles. My suggestion was to switch to a silicone-based lubricant instead. This will play nicer with the Delrin and provide a longer-lasting solution to those sticky door hinges. Remember, Jeep hinges aren't like car hinges. Jeep door hinges are on the outside of the vehicle, not tucked inside the fender, hidden away from the majority of the elements like they are in most passenger cars and trucks. Not a Jeep hinge, though. Those are completely exposed, bearing whatever Mother Nature is throwing at it, and then you compound that by traveling down the freeway and through dusty, dirty trails, and so on and so forth. Yeah, that, that lube ain't going to last or going to stick around very long in that kind of an environment. White lithium grease might be a temporary alternative, but this too won't last as long as a silicone-based lube. Now, that said, there is still going to be regular lubricity that has to take place. This isn't going to be a one-and-done type of thing, even with the Delrin bushing and the silicone lube. So, removing those doors a couple of times a year and addressing those hinges will be needed no matter what. It's just good routine maintenance. A regular Jeep door hinge maintenance, no matter what year your Jeep is or what you've done to the hinges, will include, but is not limited to, regular cleaning. Removing all the old lube and debris from both the hinge and the door pins. It's always a good idea to take any oxidation off that might have occurred with the door pins or the stock bushings. Emery cloth, scotch bright pads, or something like a 400 grit sandpaper work really well to get rid of any oxidation, rust buildup, or embedded debris on the metal. And you don't need a lot of elbow grease here, no pun intended. All we're doing is knocking down what's built up on the surface. A little compressed air and some rubbing or denatured alcohol will finish the cleaning and help dry things out and get you ready for the next part. The next part is, well, after all that, is it's all about the lube, really. And after the show last week and after we signed off, I had a flashback to the days of being a Boy Scout and discovering one of nature's most perfect lubricants while I built my Pinewood Derby car, and that is powdered graphite. The structure of graphite is such that it, is, it has a weak covalent bond that allows the layers of itself to make up the cellular structure of the compound to slide on top of one another with very little resistance. Now, this would be a great alternative to even the, the, uh, the silicone lubricant, but this, too, won't last as long as a silicone-based lube in this application, but will provide superior lubricity for a period of time, making opening, closing, and removing your Jeep doors easier than ever with or without the Delrin bushings. I just want to mention uh, there's also another very important uh, feature or potentially important feature uh, on the silicone lube uh, in space travel. Because you don't know what, uh, uh, not all life forms are carbon-based. Some are silicone-based, and you want to have that silicon lube with you just in case. Just in case. You know, you've got to be prepared. If, if Crafton Kirk has not taught me anything, <laughs> it's you need to always be ready for an always alien encounter. <laughs> <laughs> so I... I uh, you know, only having uh, so many hours of sleep this week, I've, I'm brain farting on the uh, the name of the uh, the gentleman who was had joined us in the our um, our uh, our after show and was had it posed Jerry? this mess. Or po I don't remember. I don't want to say yes and it not be. How much you know, um, 
Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but I, I wanted to say thanks nonetheless, and and sorry if oh, we're, you're talking we're about not, Chris. Uh, you're talking not, about Chris. Was it? I, I honestly don't remember. So, um, but uh, whoever it was, you know, kind of right at the end of things, it was kind of towards the tail end of the after show as well. But I want to yeah. say thanks and want to say sorry for for kind of uh, steering you one way, and and then oh yeah, by the way, this might work too. Uh, so one of those, uh, oh, by the way, moments. So, yeah. I was wondering if that's what you were talking about, because it kind of sounded familiar. Yeah, that was the, uh, that was off tape. We didn't, uh, we didn't even record that. That was at the, uh, the very end of the show. So I Okay, I was, was wondering about that. Because he asked a question at the end. Right. He was saying, yeah. hey, I've got a question. This is what happened. It was nice of him to do it after the fact, too, I suppose. It wasn't on the air, but. Uh, he had sent a message uh, in, um, what was it, an email to the uh, info at Jeep Talk Show, didn't he, Josh, asking the question? Because I think that's oh, how the, you knew about the it. original question? Yeah. No, it was like during oh, the show. Right. No, that's right. Yeah, he had done that during the show as we were recording the show that night. But then it was like, well, while I'm here and while I got you guys live, let me ask the question. And Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Worked that well. Yeah, that was, that was Chris. Well, if you have anything to add or maybe you have a question for Tech Talk, a topic that you would like for us to cover, just jump over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and send us a message. The Jeep Talk Show. It's not about us. It's about you, the listeners. It's Tim from Torrance. Hey, Jeepers. This is uh, Rob from Antonio, Texas. Hey, guys. It's Cody with TrailChasers.net with another grand adventure. Hey, guys. This is Cody from Indiana. Yoo-hoo. Hello, Jeep Talk Show crew. This is FJ Rick. Hi, guys. This is Joe. If a turtle doesn't have a shell, is he naked or homeless? Hey, guys. This is Ron out in Arizona. Hey, what's up? Jeep Talk Show. This is Jason, Oregon Trail Off-Road. Hi, this is Jake from California, and I'm sitting here eating pork rinds for breakfast. Hey, this is uh, PAG Free. Hey, Tony, Josh, Danny, it's actually Jake Collin. This is John, Runner in 1982, and on today's Radio Contact segment, I'm going to talk about APRS, an anal probe restraint system. No! No, 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 that's not right. We love our listeners. You know, Josh, you were mentioning the uh, the, the negative dollar uh, per barrel of oil. And uh, I, I, listening to this promo, uh, Rob from San Antonio, uh, a friend of mine on uh, Facebook, he actually, he's an oil field worker. So, oh, uh, wow. And I think this is the reason why he was posting this. He actually posted a screenshot because he was uh, following the, uh, the prices of a barrel of oil. And he posted up on Facebook the other day about how low it was. And I went, oh, my God, really? So uh, I went over there and uh, purchased uh, uh, some stock in, <laughs> oh, in the oil. I mean, if it's that low, it can only go up, right? Uh, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Much. It's not going to go out Goodness. of business. So <laughs> not yet. There's not enough. Uh, we don't have a decent power supply yet. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's funny because I've been kind of playing around with the stock market. And uh, it's interesting the perspective that you get whenever you see uh, what a uh, horrible situation like we're in, what it does to uh, uh, possibilities if you're in the right position. Uh, and, and I'm kind of starting to feel uh, a better uh, understanding of, uh, was it Zorg from The Fifth Element? How he wanted everything oh, yes. destroyed so everything could be rebuilt. And, oh my uh, gosh, yes. It's really, really interesting because I can understand that that line of thinking, seeing what the stock prices have been doing. So anyway, um, just thought it was uh, thought it was funny. So are we going to start a segment on stock tips? 
<laughs> people would hate you because uh, like yeah, what, you think right. I got like, money for stock I'm trying to buy a, a a biscuit here to keep the family alive I can barely exactly. afford the U-joint that's about need to be replaced <laughs> oh gee yeah so it's just kind of like a, a side interesting thing there of course you do, it doesn't take much to buy uh, uh, some $2 or $1 stock does it mm, penny stocks yeah from around the world Or from your city. And sometimes just down the street. Howdy, neighbor. It's the Jeep Talk Show interview. Howdy ho, Jeepers. We're here with uh, Justin uh, from Rand Innovations. And you may have, uh, may remember uh, Justin being with us before talking about the Jeeper app. And that's J E P R. Is uh, I, I guess the best way of finding uh, Jeeper would just be going to your uh, Apple Store or the Apple Store or Google Play and uh, typing in J-E-P-R in the search. Is that Would that be correct, Justin? That's correct. Uh, I, I was looking around for a website, and you really don't have a website for this. I mean, this truly is an app for a phone. It's truly an app for a phone, but we're actually working on the website right now. Um, that's one of the new things that should be coming out here in the coming months okay and uh, it, do you feel there's a, a a need i mean it's it's really the whole idea behind this thing is is pulling up on your phone and and, and searching for things maybe putting things up for sale or searching uh, for things that you might want for your jeep that's correct we actually made the process super simple um, a lot of times people if they're using sites like ebay uh, or craigslist they have to take the pictures then they download those pictures to their computer and they go onto those sites and then they upload them onto the sites with whatever it is that they're using. And uh, this is really just a point and click and enter your description and your dollar amount and hit uh, post and, and, and there you go. It's, it's on there for people to see and ask you questions and buy it. They can look at all your photos and uh, it, it's really, we tried to simplify this in a, in a, in a major way. Did you did you have to take very many runs at it? Uh, did you have a, a good design to start with? I mean, did you come up with something and it, and it just didn't quite work for folks, and then you had to modify it and then uh, uh, get it more the way you wanted it? We constantly modify this, so I I still call this our prototype to a large degree and an MVP model, um, most viable product for for those who don't know what MVP it means. Uh, I wanted to ensure I. I I've done this in a bootstrapped format where we, you know, I personally uh, uh, paid for for any of the external costs that were needed to develop this app, and uh, I offer it free to everyone. So there's actually no charge, no cost. Um, the idea behind it was to see if it's something people would use and people would like. Uh, and when you do that, you want it to be as simple as process, uh, as simple as possible. Right. But on top of that, you continually work to refine and change and edit. Uh, to to really, when you listen to what your consumers or the customers are wanting, you try to make it what they really want. And uh, we've got a, a several different things that are coming out here soon that we're excited about that we think will make things a lot better and uh, uh, things that people will use in this in this Jeep environment. So, uh, would it be fair to say this is uh, would be very similar to? I mean, not maybe not the app itself, but the whole idea behind this would really be very similar to like. A, a Craigslist uh, where you can uh, buy and sell items. And I guess Craigslist always kind of think of it being used items. Would this be exclusively used items or can you buy new stuff here as well? 
so it the the genesis behind it was all around used items but uh a, a moment ago i mentioned a few things that we're adding uh, because of the COVID 19 pandemic and a lot of uh, some of these smaller companies in the jeep and off-road market being impacted we uh, are adding a small business uh, component to it and then i'm working with some of the larger brands uh, for returns that they've had that they try to resale and so we're looking to do a open box or scratch and dent uh, section in there to where people can go and see um, items that that are available in that front okay. so technically they're kind of used but it's it's very similar to one of those online the buy and sell type apps so so people get a good idea and uh it, is it exclusively jeep parts or is that something that are jeep items or is that something you guys just suggest and people can buy and sell anything they like it's uh exclusively jeep items uh, that's that's what we're, our intention is now and we know that uh, there are a lot of uh, you know your your avid crawlers and people who like to really redo their jeeps and make them better and they'll, they'll look to do axle swaps and there are there are other make and model vehicles where they'll do those axle swaps so we don't have any concern if somebody's putting you know some some ford axles as an example uh on the uh, uh app for people to purchase but the idea is it's intended for people that are looking for jeep parts um, and typically selling jeep parts and then we geared it just like you said it is kind of like a craigslist or an offer up or let go but we gear it towards the this community and this this enthusiast market so we have categories that scroll across the top i think we have like 10 categories across the top right now to really help you refine what you're looking for versus you go to craigslist you might be able to go to an auto section but then you're going to be doing keyword search to find what you want um, we at least help to try to refine that a little bit, uh, dedicated towards this Jeep market. All right. And I'll just mention the app name again, it's J E P R, uh, for you folks that are hearing more about it now and getting uh, more interested, uh, and weren't paying attention when, to, at the start, <laughs> yeah. it's J E P R. So if you want to go and do a search on that on your, uh, Google play or Apple store, now you can, uh, you can go do that. Um, uh, but, uh, so I don't know if you want to share, uh, I mean, everybody's interested uh, in, in things like this, but only if there's a, a, a good audience, because if there's not a good audience, a good number of people using the app, then you're not going to have a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot to choose from. Would you mind sharing some of the, the details about the number of folks that you have using this app? Absolutely. So we launched this back in April of 2018 and it, and it started with zero people. Um, we did have some of the testers that were part of our, our test environment as we were building this out. Um, we're obviously the early adopters to the app and started using it, but this has grown uh, all organically. We don't spend money uh, on marketing. We do social media stuff, but it's grown organically. And we are uh, north of uh, around 15,500 uh, downloads to date. And our retention is extremely high. We, we have right now over 13,000 active users uh, still on the app and we've sold we've had listed and sold thousands of, of products again these are when i say products these are used items that uh, individuals have listed on there uh, on the app since we since we launched so it's been pretty exciting to see it do you have any issues with uh, fraudulent uh, items and, and and is that something that you guys get into at all or is it uh buyer seller beware uh so in these markets just like with craigslist it's always buyer seller beware we do uh 
always offer up suggestions in regards to the right kind of practices when you're buying and selling stuff online. Uh, we did actually have one uh, uh, individual that was prominent on Craigslist, uh, prominent on OfferUp, which is another uh, sell app and not related to Jeeps though. And another, uh, and they also were engaged in elements within uh, Facebook, on Facebook groups where people did buy, sell, trade stuff. And it was a user that would blanket and, and reach out to everybody saying they want to buy the product. They wanted you to mail it, but they were going to mail you a check. <laughs> they, wouldn't, they wouldn't wire you money. It wasn't like they wouldn't do any PayPal or anything else like that. And you've got to be cautious with those kinds of things. Right. If you don't know you have the money sitting in either some kind of an escrow uh, thing or uh, a transaction through PayPal, um, then, then, you know, be, be cautious, just ask the right questions. Sure. And, uh, uh, a number of our users, uh, saw that, saw the questionable stuff, raised it to our attention. We removed the user, uh, thought we got rid of the person altogether. They came back under a different name and then we needed to, uh, we found out though a way to eliminate them permanently and we've not had them come back. So. Excellent. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I guess, you know, the, uh, I call the tell. I mean, when the telemarketers call, I, I'll always ask them, "Isn't there a McDonald's in your comp- uh, country that you could just get a good, good the job at?" I mean, you can't be making much money doing this, calling people on the phone. And how boring could that be? Well, that's yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I figured you had some. Uh, there's always there's always somebody or some bodies that are going to ruin something. And uh, glad to hear that you guys are taking an active approach and and, and filtering those folks out. So, um, I'll change, change gears here a little bit. You've uh, recently uh, done some, uh, some stuff for the, uh, the Jeep community uh, in, in trying to help alleviate the uh, frustration, I guess I could say, about the, all these events that have been, uh, been canceled. Uh, I, think, uh, I think you call it virtual Jeep invasion. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Thanks for bringing that up. Yes. Uh, so, as a vendor in the Jeep market, we attend uh, on a yearly basis we attend several jeep events across the country um we typically go to great smoky mountain jeep invasion and jeep beach lone star jeep invasion in texas and several others that we have and uh for those that are familiar with uh, easter jeep safari uh then a lot of the other big uh jeep events that especially were the first half of this year all of them have been canceled there have been a few that have been pushed towards the end of the year uh, but they the, some of those conflict with other events that vendors might be going to and then we also and we also had a lot of of uh, uh jeep goers right people that in this jeep community we're on a lot of jeep pages of course because we share the passion and a lot of people frustrated that these events were closed they know it's at no fault of the events uh, uh the, the people that put on the events it's just the, this coronavirus that kind of impacted everybody. So I was like, well, why don't we, why don't we try to bring the Jeep show to everybody and allow them to still be able to see photos and videos of Jeep and Jeep activity, allow them to see vendors get show quality deals, you know, discounts on, on products from vendors, uh, giveaways and interact and be able to ask questions of the vendors. And so, uh, literally two weeks ago we created virtual jeep invasion it's uh blown up pretty considerably we we're we're, we're a little over we're right around 1200 uh current members but we're growing about 100 members a day um and uh we've already had two vendors come through last weekend we had our first event with uh uh 
uh, AeroLids and uh, iDrive USA came through last weekend on Friday and Saturday. And we have uh, coming up this weekend, uh, Rockin' LED and uh, Dirty Acres, uh, who provide, uh, uh, Rockin' LED provides a lighting solution uh, for, for your Jeep uh, inside the hood. And uh, Dirty Acres uh, has the uh, grill inserts where you can customize them to anything that you want. And they fit, fit all make and models of Jeeps. Yeah, I think I remembered sending a uh, Hillary Clinton in an orange jumpsuit behind the grill for Dirty Acres. Uh, they thought that was hilarious. Um, yeah, it they, looks looks like yeah. she's in jail. So that's what that's what that's what that, that's what's supposed to be funny <laughs> about that. Anyway, um, so <laughs> now if if somebody's interested in in being a part of this, as far as watching it, uh, if there's we'll we'll get to the vendor side of it here in a bit, but. If they're interested in, in watching one of these, uh, being part of these virtual Jeep uh, invasions, these events that are happening on the weekend, how would they go about uh, getting involved where they could, uh, I, would, I would assume, see and watch this stuff? Easy. We tried to make it simple. One, this is a public group. There's no cost for, for anyone to join. Uh, we even have a VIP member section. There's no cost for that either. Uh, that provides special discounts that you get emailed uh, from the different vendors that come. But if you just search Virtual Jeep Invasion on Facebook, you should be able to find a group called Virtual Jeep Invasion, and you can join. And uh, uh, it, it, it should just put you right on into, uh, right on into the group. Uh, we do have a unit section that kind of talks you through what it's all about and what we want to do. And uh, our, our first announcement on the page gives a, a picture snapshot of what it's all about and what we want this to be. And uh, uh, every weekend, we are dedicating Friday, Saturday, Sunday to vendors, if they uh, sign up in time, to showcase their product. And that day is dedicated to that vendor that signs up for that day. So uh, as an example, AeroLids was on Friday. So Friday, starting at 10 a.m., uh, they posted videos and photos and reviews. They did a few live streams um, all the way through into the evening. And uh, for each of those days, we have a dedicated time slot for a required live stream from the vendor. So uh, people that are interested in that product, if they have questions, they can get on there and ask questions. Uh, they can get to see uh, you know, the, the, the salesman or the owner. A lot of these are, are small businesses. So it's usually a lot of times the owner. Uh, they get to learn about the product and uh, uh, they'll do giveaways and, and different things like that while uh, on that live stream. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a good way, again, for people to learn about these products, get to see stuff, and still get to have the show pricing that they would have gotten if the shows were available. And if they weren't ever going to go to a show, this is an opportunity for them to at least start learning about some of these products um, that, that could be the new addition to their Jeep. The new mod. Well, I could see this. You could actually run into some folks that maybe uh, not really sure if the going to a show is uh, is is for them, and this kind of gives them a way of uh, of testing that, going and seeing uh, the how it's done virtually, and uh, just imagine a much more people, especially at SEMA. I mean, thousands of people all around you. So, uh, yep, I see it on your on your virtual Jeep invasion uh, page, public group, I should say. Uh, at the very top there, it says, "Please read first, which of course I completely missed. <laughs> so, uh, but you got nice little graphics there so that uh you know uh guiding and directing people so what they need to do is they need to join 
the public group, and I would assume that whenever there's a Facebook Live event coming up, that you guys have some sort of event notice or a Facebook Live notice uh, ahead of time. Uh, I mean, how is it a set time? How would people, if they don't want to miss uh, their favorite vendor or vendor they're curious about, uh, how, how would they make sure they didn't miss that? Yeah, on the left-hand side of your, if you're, depending on if you're on a phone or computer, if you're on a computer, it's on the left-hand side on the phone, it's, it's right towards the top of this page where you can scroll. There's an events tab. If you click on events, it gives you all of the events that have been scheduled. So we had uh, two last weekend. We have two scheduled for this upcoming weekend. Um, and we've got, uh, right now we've got 17 vendors that have registered and some of them are trying to find what the right day is for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to remember, this is new for them as well. Most of them don't live stream. They don't, they don't do these interactions uh, from either their home, which some of them did, like iDrive did it from his house. Um, you know, they usually will have a, a, a business location. They try to do these things, but with the shelter in place orders, they're, they're having to adjust and adapt. So they're trying to make sure they've, uh, they've got the, the time slot available and, uh, they can bring the product so that they can show everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I would assume that, uh, and I'm just going to go over this again. You, the, the, the live events are, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I would, I would think that it's safe to assume there's quite a f- uh, fair number of people that have never either watched a Facebook Live uh, and certainly never done a Facebook Live. So uh, ba- basically use your phone or uh, your computer or your tablet. You need to get on Facebook. If you don't have Facebook and a Facebook account, you can set one up, join Virtual Jeep Invasion Public Group, and then uh, basically you will get audio and video on these uh, on your tablet, computer, or phone uh, when one of these live events is going on. Now, is this something that's available afterwards that you can watch uh, after the live event? Yes, that's the reason why we chose to do it through this Facebook group versus trying to create some website on the fly. Uh, once this is, uh, once the, the live event is completed, it actually saves it as a regular post within the group. So you can still go back as an example and you can search AeroLids and you will see when Aerolids, all the posts that have happened from Aerolids, which one of them will be there, they're live. And now they did it a couple of times. So you'll have to find the right one. It's the, the one that we have scheduled that they're required to do. They went on for an hour and a half uh, walking through, showing their, their various products, how, uh, how you can interchange uh, different screens in and out to get a different look and feel for your Jeep. And, uh, you know, really talked about the product and how sturdy it was, how easy it was to install and remove. So it's, uh, it, it, was a, it was a great thing to watch. And, and Gabe, if you guys have not met Gabe in person, he's the owner of, uh, of virtual, I mean, of uh, Aerolids. Uh, funny. Oh, he's, I mean, a, he's a character. We've had him on the laughing. show. Yeah. Oh, yes. They, they thought it was great. Um, so, uh, okay. This sounds great. People can go and watch now any giveaways or discounts or something may or may not be included in the, the recorded items. I guess they would actually, uh, say in, in the, in the live event, if it's uh, something after the live event. And also too, I think there's another bonus as far as the live event, because you can, uh, interact, uh, during the, the live event through uh, chat, can't you? Yes. Yeah, so we had a lot of people asking, they did each vendor was this last weekend did a Q&A session, allowing people to ask questions about the product so they could, you know, understand if it's going to be the right fit for them or not. 
So if you guys have never done a Facebook Live event, been a part of one, uh, there's a, a lot of, um, I would say, fun because you get to interact with uh, with the people doing the video. Uh, I think you get to interact with the other folks that are uh, in there uh, in the chat room, so to speak, as well. So this really gives you a way of doing something besides sitting around your house and watching negative news all day about the, the, the virus that uh, is or is not in your area. So uh, wonderful idea, and uh, I'm, I'm really glad you were able to put this thing together and uh, get it going. I mean, 17 vendors, it sounds like there's going to be quite a few uh, of these events, the live events for people to watch here in the uh, the near future. Yes, and we've got we've been have been communicating. It did so well this last uh, weekend that we had several large vendors uh, reach out to us to see how they get engaged, and so I have meetings set up to talk them through it and uh, see what they can do, and hopefully I have some good news to share on some of those vendors or some giveaways that they're going to do. So what vendors uh, are, are you expecting to come up soon? I mean, uh, maybe let's entice people a little bit with uh, uh, what they might be uh, about be missing if they don't go over there and uh, join the virtual Jeep Invasion uh, public yes. group on Facebook. So some of the vendors that have expressed interest and registered already, uh, I just told you AeroLids and iDrive, they've already set up and gone. Uh, Rock and LED, uh, is, uh, they, they create the hood halo. goes underneath your Jeep, uh, Jeep hood and lights it up bright. So... You know, if you ever have to fix something in the and dot at dusk or dawn or in the middle of the night, uh, it's uh, it's pretty bright. I've got it on my I've got it on one of my jeeps actually. So it's a great product. Dirty Acres uh, grill uh, grill inserts, as we talked about earlier. Um, we've had uh, Crawl Her Register, DS18 Register, Wild Child Customs, uh, HID Projectors, STEX uh, Switch Systems, uh, PBI Customs, Skull Crushers. Um, talking, uh, or we got uh, JTOP to USA, um, outrageous lighting. Um, those are uh, some of the ones, the larger ones. I, I want to wait until I, I confirm with them so I don't uh, make any misstatements uh, ahead no, of time. No, of but uh, uh, for the people that have reached out, but uh, some some big uh, players in, in the Jeep and off-road market, uh, they're looking to have their events as well at some point here in the future well you know they've got all this uh, <laughs> they had all this adrenaline for the events coming up and then nothing you know they just weren't able to go to any of these events so i'm sure that uh uh they're uh they're chomping at the bit to uh, get the word out about their products oh and uh, do me a favor uh, uh to help entice those uh, uh those vendors uh, to, to be part of the virtual jeep invasion uh, tell them they can get one free interview with a Jeep talk show. <laughs> I will. That's perfect. I'll do that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, several, the other thing is, several of those names I recognize, uh, but there's uh, quite a few there that I, that I didn't. And uh, that's why I was asking you before the, uh, before we started recording about, did you have to call these people? Cause <laughs> I'm the guy that has to reach out to all these folks. So yeah, I mean, it'd be wonderful. You'd mention to them. I love talking to them. It's just uh, hard to get them, uh, uh, get them all lined up. I'm sure as well as you know. Absolutely. I'll hey, you and I'll talk after this. I'll I'll connect you to several of them. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then we we also offer this just especially because of the hard times that these companies are going through. A number of them have been impacted. So we're not. There's no charge for the vendors to sign up to do these showcases. Typically, if you go to an event, they have to pay because there's you know you have to pay for the venue yeah, and floor space, uh, yeah. you know, the setup and the security and everything else. Uh, travel, uh, you know, staying at hotels and do all these. Uh, different things and and here you you can do it from from where you reside right now so uh it's really beneficial for them during these times to help them out and help get their their name out there 
So uh, this is a great time, too, with all the uh, stimulus checks uh, being uh, sent out <laughs> to get, get it in somebody's head that they need to buy an AeroLid, for example. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and get it at a discount. Yeah, it doesn't cost uh, that much. Let me get one right now. My wife won't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got uh, – uh, we do have a VIP section. Again, there's there's nothing uh, more you – know, you know, it doesn't cost anything to become a VIP. It's just – registering and, and we send uh, emails from the vendors uh, that uh, came on for that week and it generally includes their that discount code uh, that, that that they had so that way those individuals can use it and uh, uh, and really benefit oh I did promise uh, that uh, we would get back to this if you're a vendor and you want to be a part of this how would you go about uh, contacting the virtual Jeep invasion to be a part of it uh, the easiest way right now, uh, there there is a link. Um, trying to walk you through the link might be too long. Um, the uh, well, we can put uh, it in the, the show notes. Way we can put it in be, the show notes. Excuse me. We can put it in the show notes. That way, you don't have to. Oh, uh, great. Try to yes, read I'll, something. I'll out. send it over to you. Um, if you can click on the link, that'll be in the show notes. Uh, if not, you can go to you can go follow Jeeper app, which is uh, obviously our app, and through the messenger within Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is that you want to whatever forum, you can send us a note just saying, hey, you're interested and uh, provide us your email address for uh, wherever your work is and I'll send you the link to register. I mean, this is a great deal, folks. This is if you're a vendor, uh, a small business owner, for example, and you don't have a lot of money and especially right now with uh, everything so questionable about the economy, but you still need to keep your business moving. You can be a part of this. It doesn't cost you anything. Only thing that's going to cost you is a little bit of your time uh, where you have to showcase uh, your product or products uh, in one of these uh, Facebook Live events, which if you got a smartphone, everybody can do a Facebook Live from their smartphone. All you need is uh, enough uh, uh, internet bandwidth uh, to be able to handle the video, and uh, that's easy enough to check before you do it. So uh, great opportunity and such a wonderful thing to do uh, for the uh, the entire Jeep community, Justin. Yes, and one more thing, if, uh, I'd be ashamed if I didn't uh, mention this as well. We are working on, uh, within the Virtual Jeep Invasion, we are working on a program for uh, any Jeep or off-road club, uh, Facebook group, or Facebook page, right, that individuals have or a collection of people to be able to showcase themselves during the week. It won't be like a normal vendor showcase, but uh, we're, we're trying to create that program. And we are also working on a show and shine uh, uh, that we're going to do uh, that'll be sponsored by the vendors that are that are uh, uh, showcased that the week of the of the show and shine. So um, hopefully with that you'll get prizes or a trophy or some something. But at a minimum you'll get to showcase your Jeep and uh, see all the love it gets. Well, that's a great idea. I was thinking that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, is is great for the like uh, for the vendors and stuff. But there's I'm sure there's a lot of people during the week that would love ha- to have something to do. Uh, <laughs> something to do as well. So yeah, getting some some events going on during the middle of the week would be, uh, I think, a great idea. Absolutely. So stay tuned to it if you were if you're interested in any of those. Feel free to reach out, and uh, we'll let you know what, what we have and keep you updated. All right, folks. So we've got two things here from Justin. You got the Jeeper app, J E P R. Just go and search uh, search for that on your uh, uh, app store of choice. And uh, you can buy and sell Jeep parts there. And I would, I would think the majority of you guys would probably be buying Jeep parts. And, and right now, it's a great time to buy uh, used parts because they're uh, going to be cheaper. So go over to JEPR, go to the, uh, the Play Stores and look, search for JEPR and uh, sign up. It's free, a free app for your phone. 
And of course, uh, go over to Facebook and go to the virtual Jeep Invasion. I, I think you can go to uh, Facebook for JEPR as well, can't you, uh, Justin? You can. We're our our handle on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is at Jeeper App at J E P R A P P, all one word. Are you guys on uh, Instagram? Maybe anything else? Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, but for the Jeep virtual Jeep Invasion, just the Facebook page, right? Oh, Virtual Jeep Invasion, the primary uh, uh, efforts and the showcasing is all done on Facebook, but we do have an Instagram and Twitter page where we are posting uh, anyone that tags uh, Virtual Jeep Invasion. We're posting photos of their Jeep from their pages on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. And uh, I also offered up the same thing if someone wants to have their Jeep showcased uh, for Jeep Wrap. We, uh, if you tag us, we're going to repost uh, pictures of your Jeep. Excellent. Well, you guys got it covered. I'm glad you don't have a day job, or this is your day job, so you can uh, do all these fun things for the Jeep community. Justin, this is not this is my passion. <laughs> it's not my day job. <laughs> oh no, I don't know where you have the time. Well, Justin, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, we've been needing a, a good interview, and especially one with some some good news. And I, I really consider this to be uh, good news, a very positive uh, uh, interview, and a lot of uh, good things that you can do uh, in the Jeep community. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for the time. Appreciate it. Thanks again to Justin Rand for coming on the show to talk about the Jeeper app. That's J-E-P-R and the virtual Jeep invasion. This sounds really cool. Perfect for all of us Jeepers who are cooped up and need some Jeeping. Don't forget to check them out on Facebook at Virtual Jeep Invasion. And do you have an idea for a guest? Do you maybe work in the off-road industry or know somebody who does? We've received some great suggestions over the last few weeks about guests and are working to line up some more interviews as we roll into the spring and summer. So what would it take to get you to be a guest on the Jeep Talk Show? Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact right now and let us know and share your idea for our next great guest. What? Where's the noob? Noob! 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 Hey, newbie! Newbie! Noob Nuggets. It's time for Newbie Nuggets. Well, this week I want to share some safety while winching. So winch is spelled with an I, not an E. That would be out of a pirate movie. A winch is used to help you when your Jeep gets stuck in the mud, sand, or high centered on a rock, or just having inadequate traction to drive out. A winch helps when you need to pull yourself out. There are lots of discussions on winching and plenty of content about the type of winches and how to winch someone out. But for this episode, I want to cover the safety while winching. If you're new to jeeping and you have a winch, please read the owner's manual and understand that your winch is capable of load capacity and how it operates. Using a winch can be very dangerous and should not be taken lightly. In my winching certification class, I learned a number of safety tips that I want to share with you today. And don't worry, in upcoming episodes, we'll discuss choices for winches and how to actually winch a jeep out of a precarious situation. So winching is essentially pulling you out of of a stuck situation. You may be alone and need to winch out, or you may be in a group and someone else is pulling you out. Avoiding having to be winched is the ultimate goal when we learn and navigate through obstacles. However, it is okay to be winched if needed. Sometimes it happens, even the most experienced drivers have to be winched from time to time because they bit off more than they could chew. When you are stuck and unable to move forward or backward, it's now time for a little help. You need to connect to an anchor point in order to pull yourself out. There are things to consider when choosing an anchor point to help you out. Sometimes the easiest and most obvious way to get winched is using another Jeep in front of you. There are other options for getting unstuck, but for this discussion, I will use the Jeep in front of you as the anchor point. When you're in a group, 
and you are going through an obstacle, that Jeep in front of you will most likely wait while you make your way through, just in case you need some help. Most Jeepers in a group will place a newbie driver behind a more experienced driver that has equipment. You may not always need a winch to drive through obstacles, but you may want to add this to your list of additions to your Jeep equipment. After deciding you need to use a winch, the Jeeper in front of you is preparing to help pull you out. There are some safety concerns to consider. First, get out and see why and how you got stuck. This will help you learn for the next time you try to navigate an obstacle. If you do not have a winch, the Jeep in front may use a strap. Either way, the safety concerns are the same. So here's a few safety concerns to consider. Winching is inherently dangerous. You can get hurt. You can also hurt others. Please be aware and listen to all directions, especially if you're helping. And if you're helping or asked to help, it's good to have a pair of tight-fitting gloves. Some winch lines are synthetic rope, but others are steel rope, and gloves help keep you from getting steel splinters and also offer a better grip. The winch spool can and will break or pinch off fingers, so do not put your hands around the spool while operating. Some winch controllers are wireless remote, and most others are connected by a cable to the winch. The spool needs to be disengaged so the winch line can be slowly pulled out to the anchor point. Now you can help by walking the line toward the anchor point. It's best not to allow the line to get dirty or wet. However, in lots of situations, this can't be avoided. Once attached to an anchor point, the spool needs to be re-engaged. Once the anchor point is attached, the winching process can begin. Your Jeep needs to be running because the winch motor takes a lot of battery power. You also need a cloth or towel or a jacket or some type of material to be draped over the line midway to mitigate the whip should the line break. Also, this lets bystanders know where the line is. Now stand away from the swing zone. This is the radius that the line could swing should it break at either end. The person in charge should make sure all persons are cleared from this swing zone. If you are not clear, get clear. Synthetic winch rope is much safer than the common steel winch rope. A steel rope can decapitate, dismember, or severely hurt you or anyone within the swing zone. Be very careful. Once the tension is on the winch line, you'll be asked to drive forward very slowly as the winch pulls the Jeep forward. It's important to pay attention to the person in charge. They are controlling the process and can see how the Jeep is traveling. After you are cleared of the obstacle and you no longer need the winch, the, not, the line needs to be re-spooled back on the winch. The line must be spooled correctly, and this is where you can get hurt if your hands get too close to the winch while re-spooling. This is where you're going to want to have those gloves on. Being winched or watching a Jeep being winched is all part of the fun and adventure. At some point in your Jeeping, you will need to get winched. Hopefully, you can get to see it done and done correctly where no one gets hurt before you need to be winched yourself. Just like everything, there are good and bad ways to winch. Being around people using good judgment and following the safety rules of winching is a must. I hope this helps you stay safe, and if you want more info on winching, you can check out our YouTube channel on Jeep41-1. So, let's ask the team about winching safety. Is there one thing you guys would add regarding safety while winching? Well, you, you mentioned like, you know, throwing a cloth over the uh, over the winch line, you know, to, to help, you know, dampen it and make sure that people know where it's at. I could just see, you know, all right, somebody got this uh, wash rag over here on top of this winch line. <laughs> and it's like, no, you, you need something of some uh, some like substance, you know, yeah, a absolutely. wet, a wet towel. I, I wouldn't yeah, say absolutely. just a towel is enough. Go down to the stream, uh, pour your Gatorade on it. If that's all you got, it needs to have some mass. 
uh, because really even idea. just a, a towel draped over it isn't going to be enough to knock that cable down to the ground fast enough if it snaps at that point. Um, so you, you need something with some mass, you know, a, a floor, a couple of floor mats. I always say one is not enough if you're, if you're using floor mats. And that's why those those winch dampening blankets weigh so much is to yep. knock that knock that that snapped winch line down to the ground and get it down low onto the ground where there's a lot more resistance as fast as possible. And a dry cloth, even a hoodie, isn't going to be enough to do that. So it's nope. got to have some mass behind it. That's the only thing I want to interject in, into all that. Otherwise, great information. But you well, would that, you would say even idea. even if it's light, it's still going to be better than uh, not having anything on it. I mean, I suppose something is better than nothing in this case. But honestly, the, I mean, the forces that we're talking about here, you, you know, it, it it does make a massive difference when you start oh, getting some doubt. poundage on that yeah. on that line. So, well, like a floor mat um, or I mean, something just, would be would be in order if you can get it to stay on there. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I think that's why it's going to. I think the key word there is heavy, and that's a very good point. I needed to—I should have put that in there—that it does need to be weighted to some degree. What about a co-driver? Really help. Uh, you could uh, the co-driver could just kind of bend <laughs> over on it, and uh, that would be plenty of weight for the for the winch. I line. tell you, I I've seen some very interesting things, of course, on the trail, <laughs> and people stepping over the the lineup. Thinking, oh my Dude, god! Do you not care, I've seen do you that not too, care about what's like, between no! your legs? <laughs> Are you a natural soprano? Well, I had but this yeah. accident, and. Uh, yeah, it's, I didn't uh, used to be. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that is so true. And I, I kind of wanted to do this segment on for the newbie to think about because at some point absolutely. they might be winched out. And I think rather than you know down the road we can get into the actual winches and what's available and things like that. But it's that safety that I don't think a lot of people in the jeeping world actually think about presenting to somebody brand new. You're all standing around, but why are they standing around? Are they clear? You know, and I've. Certainly been in situations where I've had to say, you know, back up, everybody. You're just you're too close. So it's let me to let do me that. ask you guys a question, somewhat associated with this. Uh, Wendy, for example, you have a, a regular nine to five job that you go into, and uh, the people that you work with may or may not know that you have a Jeep. So you have like this alternative personality where you're just a normal everyday coworker. But if mm -hmm. something was to come up and you needed to go someplace or you needed the strength of uh, superhuman strength, you have this vehicle that kind of makes you a superhero. You can go where other people can't go. You can uh, pull with a winch things that are much heavier than what any normal person could do, or even if they even if they had a yeah, car. Yeah, like Bob and accounting and that damn Prius. I mean, he, she just moves that right out of the way. I mean, if he it's, did, if it's he's flooding. He's in my parking space again. Yeah. That's it. I'm moving it. There time. you go. Yeah. Even if it's flooding or there's an earthquake or whatever, you okay. have the superpower of getting from one place to another. And I, I think this is what a lot of people don't understand about uh, having a Jeep. Uh, you're mild-mannered, everyday type person until the situation comes uh, comes about, and then you're a hero. And it, even if it's not anything, any hero un other than to yourself uh, or your family, you have this vehicle that, in effect, makes you a superhero. And and, uh, and, well, and Josh, what uh, what Jeep has hero in the name? Well, Cherokee, of course. There we Can't go. Spell Thank Cherokee you. without hero. <laughs> oh, I see where this was going. I was going to say uh, I actually have yeah. a, a, a cape in my kit, you know, just in, for that moment. You know, and if it's I weighted, you can put going. that over the winch line. Oh, yeah, there you go. So. <laughs> so. I love it when Josh doesn't see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any other thoughts or comments? I think this is just pretty simple and just easy. It's really about safety. There's other things you can 
you can actually winch a rock out of your way. You can move a tree. You can do all kinds of things with that winch. But I really just kind of want to focus on that safety tonight. So I would say um, I would say it's not a direct safety, but if you lose your ability to control the winch, that would be potentially a safety issue. So you got to be very clear on where the uh, the winch uh, controller cable is because it will quickly get sucked in and uh, potentially chopped up and now you've lost control of your winch and you could be in a critical situation when this happens so keep an eye on where your uh, your controller line is at all times well and that's which sort is of nice also with the with the new wireless remote ones that are out there you don't have to worry about that but what i like about the cable attachment is it kind of forces you to get beside and sort of behind the winch right. as you're controlling it so you're out of that uh, that swing radius so you have to be careful if you're using the wireless remote because i think that could be something i would see down the road where they're not thinking oh i'm clear i've got this in my hand i'm good and then swing well so. and and i and i sure that everybody has had this uh this thing happen to them with wi-fi uh that wireless isn't always 100 percent, and it requires electricity and so on and so forth where a wired controller uh doesn't have to have its own uh power so Josh, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say it kind of, uh, you made me think about, uh, you know, whether or not you can control the winch would sort of fall into the category of how much maintenance are you doing on your winch and whether or not you can rely on your winch. And, and I mean, mm -hmm. is that, is, is that been on your Jeep for, on the front of your Jeep for 10 years? You haven't touched it once. Uh, yeah, it may or may not work, you know, who knows at that point. Uh, so I, you know, mm -hmm. I do believe that there is a, you know, we can get into a big discussion about you know, how to maintain your winch, how to make sure that it's going to be set up for recovery, um, all that sort of stuff. I mean, I know Wendy kind of touched a little bit on that as far as, you know, proper, uh, uh, ra properly right. winding up that, that cable onto the drum and, and stuff like that. But, you know, there's, there's, there are other things as well to, to ensure that that thing, that, that winch, that, that essential recovery uh, equipment on the front of your, on the front of your vehicle is going to work when you need it most. And, and that's, uh, that's one of those things to where, you know, if all of a sudden in the middle of a pull, it quits on you, you may be, like Tony was saying, in a very precarious position and may find yourself in a worse off position than you were when you were just stuck. Yeah. It's when you need yeah. to pull out the BFG. I'm sorry, the BFF. BFH. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which which set of letters you want to use, Tony? Go and, for and it. <laughs> beat the hell out of that winch. Work, damn it. <laughs> Uh, well, if you're a newbie or maybe you remember something important you learned when you first became a Jeeper and you want to share it with us, we want to hear from you. Reach out to us with your newbie nugget. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out all the ways to contact us. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And I got to tell you, I am looking forward to getting this free high speed internet. Anywhere on the trail, and the fact that it comes in the size of a pizza box is a plus. I wonder if it comes with pepperoni, too. But uh, I got a feeling we're going to see a lot more women out on the trails as soon as we can get the high-speed internet and start downloading or streaming Downton Abbey. Yeah, I know that wasn't a good one. When he hears no. this, she's going to hit me. Not that Wendy, the other Wendy. And about spotters, I, I rely heavily on spotters. I, I use them all the time. Let's just say that a donkey eating a Kit Kat bar makes better choices than me. And I, I use spotters, but not only on the trail, but at home, like when I'm grilling. Flip that burger. Now flip that burger. That's not a burger. That's a hot dog, you dumbass. 
or doing laundry. <laughs> Wash the clothes, sort the laundry. You can't mix whites with darks, you dumbass. Or other household chores. <laughs> Sweep the floor. Sweep the floor. That's not a broom. That's a mop, you dumbass. All right, boys and girls. Uh, I'll chat at you later, and you have a good one. Bye. That's how you get out of doing the job. You do it wrong. I I think we need to change his name to Dumbass, apparently. (laughs) Mr. Dumas. Oh, Dumas. Yes. The the correct pronunciation. All right. So I don't know if you guys are aware of it or not. I I sent you guys, the hosts, uh, a message about this the other day. I didn't know if you were aware of it, but uh, Nikki G has his own podcast. Now, this isn't isn't a joke. He actually has his own podcast. He finally did it, folks. And uh, it's called... The 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast with Nikki G. Esquire. No, it's it's kind of long, but it's like uh, the 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast. I think that's it. You can actually go over to the10minuteoffroad.podbean.com if you'd like to have a listen. In fact, I got a little clip here of uh, the very first episode. You're listening to the 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast. The podcast for the off-roaders, short attention. Oh, look, a squirrel. Welcome to the 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki D. And I'm here to ramble on about all things off-road for the next 10 minutes or so. For the question of the month. And the question of the month I have this week is, if my head is made of veal, what would the street value be? Yeah, that's a very good question, Nikki G. I, I don't know. It's, it's a really tough one to answer. I don't know what the going uh, rate of veal is. And how much your head weighs. (laughs) So, all kinds of questions, both uh, off-road related and not, are going to be asked and answered on uh, Nikki G's podcast, the uh, 10-Minute Off-Road Podcast. Go over to Podbean and uh, search and listen. Did that veal have an 0331 casting? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Well, nice to hear that uh, when you open that door that uh, I didn't was uh, wasn't assaulted with uh, you know whatever it was that you're listening to. It's actually uh, <laughs> kind of what I wanted to wanted to talk about uh, around the campfire this week was uh, uh, when you're wheeling, and I'm talking about actually you know out on the trail, not like on your way to the trail, and certainly not and not on the uh, on the road or anything like that. But uh, when you're actually wheeling, when you got it in four low and and you got your head hanging out the side. Uh, and you're, you're, you're trying to, you know, really watch where your line is, all that. Do you have the radio going? I mean, do you got the CD, boy, you know, is, 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 are the tunes blasting? You know, are you the type of person that really, you know, thrives on the, uh, on the RPMs and, and the sound of the tires on the rocks and, you know, stuff like that. Now, um, you know, for instance, I, you know, when I was, um, a president of the North American XJ association, uh, my vice president at the time, uh, was the kind of individual who, um, had a very very amplified system we're talking subs and all that and uh and he just loved cranking his death metal as he went up the obstacle and i'm talking (laughs) loud like the people on the other side of the mountain could probably feel what he was listening to let the bodies Uh, hit the floor let the bodies seriously i mean that that kind of stuff right and and so uh you know more power to you i mean everybody's got their got their own thing and all that but you know for me I, I just it wasn't it wasn't it, it takes away from from everything that wheeling is to me you know um, the sound of the vehicle the the strain on the motor the the spin of the tires the the the, the suspension loading and unloading you know all that stuff that's all info that's coming into me it's all feedback that I'm hearing from the vehicle from the trail and that's helping me sort of wheel better get a little more technical that sort of stuff better pick my line 
all that sort of stuff. And if I've got, you know, the 15s in the back that are just pumping out the bass line, uh, that's going to be taken away from what I'm trying to listen to, really. Let me, uh, let, me uh, let me make a prediction. This uh, this guy with all this uh, 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 audio power, uh, he was Dr. Skinny Pedal, wasn't he? <laughs> I will say he he's he's one of the people who I have never seen this level of carnage happen uh, oh, before on another yeah. to another vehicle. Yeah. Um, but uh-huh. honestly, it wasn't because it was skinny pedal. Uh, it was just because he drove a really beat up Jeep. So <laughs> oh, okay. you know, it was like, you know, everything was junkyard parts, a lot of rust, you know, that that sort of thing. And so something was always breaking with that guy. And uh, it was, I mean, you know, hey, at least he was out there and having fun and everything. But it was it was just, yes. Yeah, he wasn't Captain Skinny Pedal, but uh, but nonetheless, it was definitely uh, definitely some breakage with that guy. But but no, um, you know, I, I'm the type of person that doesn't like the music. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I do have an amp and subs in my Jeep, but the volume goes down when I'm out on the trail, Absolutely. and it's not just because of it's not just because of respect for the people around or anything like that. Oh, screw that. It's because of what I'm it's because of what <laughs> I'm trying to hear, and uh, so I'm kind of curious about where where you guys stand. Um, and, and whether or not you're the kind of person who's, you know, all about, you know, I want to listen to my music and experience this music while I'm experiencing this trail, or are you the t- kind of person that just to hear the trail and hear the Jeep for, for, for what it is. So I'm going to jump over to, um, to our list of, uh, of callers who have called in to join in live with the campfire side chat. And uh, don't forget if you want to join in on the campfire side chat, we would certainly love to have you, uh, make sure that you are uh, watching our Facebook posts. Uh, because the information of how and when to do that is going to be posted on our Facebook notification. So uh, make sure you guys are friended, subscribed, whatever it takes. Uh, I'm going to pass the torch over to Jerry and find out, Jerry, are you the kind of guy who likes Mother Nature or likes a little bit of music? Oh, no, I want to hear Mother Nature, man. Um, all kidding aside, I, I want to I have a quiet environment so I can hear the spotter, so I can hear the Jeep. Um, and then so I can hear the applause when I get up to the top of that. Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jerry does a lot of wheeling while dreaming. So <laughs> Absolutely, uh, wait, man. there's applause when you get done. I didn't realize that was supposed to be happening. Hold on a minute. Here. I've been getting, trying to get my right. wife to do that for years. She refuses. Yeah, they <laughs> applaud. They have, sometimes they have parades. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's great. Good times. Yeah, no, Jerry, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. It's it's all about, you know, hearing hearing the Jeep, hearing the interaction with the vehicle and, and the environment and all that sort of stuff. And, and I find that a lot of Jeepers really are like that. But I have met the exceptions to this rule where, you know, I'm like like my VP, for instance, and he was just one of those guys who really liked the music. And, and you know, like I said, more power to you and everything. But uh, Chris, where, where do you stand? A.K.A. Galaxy. Uh, Chris, where, where you where you uh, where do you fall on on this amplified music uh, or or uh, peace and quiet out of the trail? No music. I'm I completely agree with you. No music. I used to be, and when I was a newbie, was Captain Skinny Pedal in my YJ, and uh, had some music on and broke some things, and luckily was able to drive away and drive home each time. But uh, over time, learned just no music. I want to hear something if it doesn't sound right, or you know, am I <clears throat> hanging up on something? Um, I just just makes me nervous quite candidly if if i've got any music at all on that's just that's just me hey chris quick question no, that makes makes sense yeah quick question are you currently on orion's belt even i was lost on that one i was like you guys can't see josh's face <laughs> That went over my head like, what? Okay, never mind. Does anybody get the <laughs> reference? Way over yeah, the movie reference. Men in Black. Well, Men in Black, thank yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, I understood well, the hopefully reference. Hopefully it's but... above your head, too, because 
That would hurt getting hit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here to help. So so maybe this is an age sort of thing. I I don't know. I mean, uh, the the guy who I'm talking about in this one example was a lot younger. This was a number of years back, and I'm sure that he's maybe calmed down a little bit by now. I don't know. He and I uh, haven't talked in years, but... uh, uh, but maybe it is an age sort of thing. Maybe when you're younger, it's it's all about the music. And then sort of uh, when you kind of figure out that, hey, if I listen to music too loud, I'm going to break my Jeep uh, <laughs> out on the trail. Uh, you know, that kind of goes away. I don't know. Is there anybody out there that still uh, uh, still listens to music out on the trail? How about Isaac? Isaac, what do you got to say about this? I do not listen to music on the trail either. You know, you like it's nice to hear the crunching of the rock of the Jeep? or your Jeep <laughs> the part or whatever. Crunching of the metal. Yeah. <laughs> this way you know to stop. You're like, whoa, I hit something. I should probably lay off. Exactly. Well, no, he's, he's 100% right. I mean, I think uh, both Chris and Isaac uh, were kind of saying the same sort of thing. I want to be able to hear if, if I, you know, drag my diff over that rock or or, you know, I'm, I, I want to hear if, I, if, if I'm starting to get hung up or if I'm getting some tire spin or something like that. You know, if you've got the music blasting, you can't hear these subtle changes that will, you know, drastically change how you approach your line. So, I mean, yeah, it definitely makes sense. Uh, Jimmy, what, what do you have to say about this? I'm brand new. So, I just got a new Jeep in January. So, I haven't gotten well, congratulations. Jeep yet. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, oh, that's great. Welcome, welcome to the, uh, the sickness. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I've, well, I've, maybe I've let me let me jeeps in the past, but I haven't gone off road much. So, well, let me ask you this: Maybe you're the kind of person that, when you're trying to find the address of that person who you don't know, and and you pull into their neighborhood, do you turn the stereo down? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> For respect, uh, I think you're. I think you probably you probably fall into the category that everybody else is right now. I'm. I think it's going to be one of these things to where there's going to be very few people that are going to find themselves really liking to crank the tunes while they're out on the trails. I mean, there's time and place and everything, and everybody's got their own taste. Uh, but this is one yeah. of those things to where I think it is the, the norm that people would rather yeah. hear, you know, the the sound of the engine, the sound of, of the Jeep with the with the trail and, and, and that sort of stuff. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, but what about? That's the way I'm going, I'm sure. So. No, I mean, that being said, I, I, I'm all about uh, audio. I mean, hell, I, I worked in car audio for, for about a decade. I, you know, I'm definitely an audiophile. Uh, all of my vehicles nice. have always had a system of some kind or another. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm very much a proponent for, for you know, an amplified sound system, a, a system in your in your vehicle that that is upgraded, sounds good, that can produce uh, some really good sounding music. But um, you know, again, we we all have our own individual taste and stuff. Um, what about Sean? Sean, um, where where do you fall? Which side of the fence do you fall on this? I go both, man. I I kind of grew up with that whole traveling across country with your dad, and when you get into busy cities, he's got to turn the radio down right when it's your favorite song, you know, because he's got to concentrate <laughs> traffic. Um, you know, I, we, I take my uh, teenage kids all the time and, and we crank up the music, but when it does get technical, I, I want to hear the sounds. I you know, there's, there's a lot of things you can learn from the train that you're driving over and, and how your Jeep sounds going up something, um, to tell you whether it's, it's a good line or not. So, um, you know, I, I do both and there's times that we crank it up to 11 and then, you know, I, I barely have it on just so I can still hear the CB over the radio. There you go. I think you can no, minimize that, damage by listening to what's going on too. I mean, especially if you uh, 
uh, break an axle U joint. Yeah, but one of my buddies one time said, you know, don't you don't you hate hearing your D rings, you know, knock on your bumper all the time? And oh I my said, god! And you need a louder stereo or something because never <laughs> hear that. They make eyes. If the exhaust leak is too loud, you just got to turn the stereo up a little more. Absolutely. Like one of those that's how you fix it. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you know, there's always a solution to everything. And it, and oftentimes it's not turning the stereo up a little bit more. But uh, yeah, you know, D-rings, you get the isolators. Uh, just part of being out on the trail, hearing that metal clanking and, and things flexing and moving around and stuff like that. I'm I'm with you. You know, it's it's all about the, the sounds of wheeling. And, uh, and, you know, I like music, but, uh, you know, I don't want to take that. I don't want to take away from the sounds of wheeling. That's, it's one of the things I like about being out on the trails. Travis, wh- what about you? Are, you know, do you, are, I'm sure you got a system in one of your Jeeps. I mean, you, you, you crank it or, or do you turn it down? I'm cranking it. I'm cranking it. I'm going to probably stand alone. <laughs> now I say that if, if I'm listening to a spotter, it's turned down to where I can hear a spotter. Other than oh, sure. that, it's up. Um, I'm going to have the music loud. I I can feel my Jeep. Now, granted, I've owned my Jeep for 30 years. Same Jeep. You know, never been traded in. Never. It's same Jeep. I feel it. I know it. Um, I, I know my steering wheel. I know my gas pedal. I know my brake. I can feel it. And I love it. Now, again, spotters, it's going to be turned down. Am I still going to have it on? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got a speaker for my CB, and it's right behind my head. I can hear people talking. I know what's going on, but the music drives me. And I'm old. You know, I'm I'm 42, I think. Um, but I just, my music drives me. It pushes me to, to move. And it's also, now I'm not doing death metal. I'm actually doing probably country. And it just, it's upbeat. Texas country, nine times out of ten, you have North Carolina. But doing my Texas country, and it drives me. It motivates me to move forward. I can still feel my trail. I can feel my Jeep. You know, it's not, hey, I just bought a brand new Jeep. I don't know what's going on. It's also a YJ. I feel a lot more with that suspension. And I love the music. It does motivate me. It does drive me to say, yeah, I can get through it. But there, there's there's me. I'm still going loud and feeling it. I can understand that. If you, you're, you've you driven your Jeep a long time and you know what it feels like, I can certainly understand that. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. You get you have a feel for your Jeep. You know it inside and out. Every last little characteristic and 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 little nuance and and sound and noise and knock and ping and everything else. Um, so you you know you know what to expect when it suddenly lurches to one side. Like oh yeah, that's just that one yeah. thing. Uh, so you know, it's no big deal. Um, I, I come with you about the about the music choice too. I suppose that's that's not that's something that you know, would kind of come into play with this, you certainly wouldn't be, you know, cranking it to 11 with, you know, Enya or Celine Dion. Uh, you know, so, you know you, I suppose the music choice would come into play with that a little bit as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you got something that can drive you and, and, and um, you know, kind of in, in bump up the enthusiasm push, a little bit or something. Push uh, it forward. Yeah. Just like every, every beginning of every fight, you've got that music coming into the, the big fight scene. You know, it's it's everything in life. Music drives me. When I, whether I'm at work, around the house. Oh, oh! I think we lost Travis. Four seven over. No, I'm still here. Just lost my AirPods. Oh, yeah, music battery drives. went dead. Yeah. 
I like the uh, the Karen Carpenter mix uh, personally, and uh, but I'm oh, thinking Tony. I'm thinking uh, maybe uh, maybe a little of Lily, Olivia Newton John and uh, Xanadu. Or, you are not jeeping Barry us. Manilow. I, although I, I'm I'm starting yeah I'm starting to, I'm starting to think about uh, the flight of the Valkyrie, Josh. That would be a cool uh, yeah. cool one to three thousand watts bl- blaring you as you're going up the, the rocks. Yeah, gotta have the big old horns up on the on the, on the roll bar. Gosh. Uh, granted, you know, I'm top off, doors off, everything, and I drove through to Lowe's yesterday, and I'm blasting music, and I'm going to, going to Lowe's, but I was playing, you know, I think every song from the show that was on this past week, and I just got cheers and claps from everyone that I drove by. When you, I mean, uh, everyone in my city. When you finally you know, pulled just, in the parking pl- parking spot and turned it off? <laughs> no, no I, I left the girlfriend with Katie in the car with the dog. I don't I think it. they were clapping for the music. I think they were saying, thank you. It's oh, it's off. over. <laughs> it was standing by me no, and that's, leaning that, me and just well, that's, all the That's great. Plastic. I mean, it's really an anti-establishment type thing because you've got the, the doors off, the top down. You're blaring music. It's uh, mm. You're being a happy uh, outdoor type person where we're all concerned about this virus. So I, I certainly understand why there was a, a round of applause. Now, parking in that planner was probably not the best choice, but you know, whatever. <laughs> a Jeep's got to do what a Jeep's got to do. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, that's cool. It's kind of, it's, it's always fun to find out where, you know, where other Jeepers sort of fall on, on certain topics like this. And, and I knew this was going to be an interesting one. I kind of, I kind of figured it was going to be very one-sided, but I, I figured there was a chance we'd hear from somebody who, who, you know, liked to, like to blast music while out on the trail. And, and, uh, and I've certainly got no problem with that, uh, if, if that's what you, if you want to do, uh, but that's not how I roll. Uh, but, uh, again, everybody, every, every Jeeper is a little bit different. Um, yeah, I believe we heard from everybody. Is there, is there one person we didn't hear from? No, I think we went down, went, went down our list and got to everybody. So uh, once again, we want you to join in on the campfire side chat. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and find out all the ways you can reach out to us and join in on the fun. And don't forget, make sure that you are connected with us on Facebook. And that's where we're going to be putting out links and notifications. And, uh, remember we're doing this every Thursday night. Uh, and that's, that's when we're going to be doing it. So, uh, if you want to find out the times and, and how to join in, uh, well then pay attention to our Facebook page and you can join in next episode. So Wendy, what is it for you? Uh, music or no music? No music. I, I love music yeah. when we're getting to the location. Yes. But not while we're in the middle of that. Nope. No oh. music. I want to hear everything. I want to get with nature i want to just uh listen you know that's probably the biggest thing is being able to hear what's happening with the jeep and if you got a spotter you want to make sure that you can see and hear and to me it's a distraction so i personally don't have the music on yeah i think it was really good what you pointed out josh asking the question that whenever you're looking for an address or maybe uh you're in a heavy rain and you're trying to make your way and looking really hard you uh, for me personally i turn the radio down because i don't want to be have any distractions from what I'm doing. I need to concentrate fully on the, the task at hand. And, I, and and maybe it's just I haven't wheeled enough, but that's the way I would be going up over rocks or through muds. I don't know. Mud might not be might not require much thought, just <laughs> blast it through there. But certainly up over rocks and obstacles, I, I'd really like to feel and hear everything and not have that base confuse me or, or think something just broke because it was uh, have to rewind the thing to make sure the bass came from the the song and not the jeep 
You know, Tony, I suppose you raise another good point is, is again, this might be an age thing, but it also might be a level of technical uh, sort of thing. So if so. you're, if you're in the mud, if you're in the mud and it's all about the skinny pedal, you're out on the sand and it's just, you know, all you got to worry about is pointing in one direction and going, uh, you know, type of thing. Well then, yeah, I suppose that it's, you know, windows down, top off, that sort of stuff. And, and, and yeah, crank the music. Um, but you know, when I'm in the rocks and, 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 and in the trees and things are technical and I got to really watch that line. Then yeah, I got I got to pay attention, and and I suppose like like Wendy said, it's a little bit of a distraction, and and uh, and so the music goes down. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what it all is about. I don't know. Now don't forget, go to JeepTalkShow.com to see the latest events from around the nation and your hometown. Yes, we do have some event details for the near future, so be sure to go check it out. That's it for the show for this week, my fellow Jeeper. Until next week, be sure to download our free app for all of your Apple or Android devices. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Warning, the Jeep Talk Show is not for adult purposes only. (laughs) (laughs) Podcasting since 2010.